your body and brain. That beautiful song. I'm just realizing I didn't grab a handheld mic um, because I know somebody here has something to share about what this experience has been this past week. So, yeah, yeah, Al's going to get one here. So, thank you, Al. Wow. What a week. What a ride. What a great time to remember that I am whole and holy. This was our uh, spiritual practice for this past week. I am whole and I am holy. How many of you took on that practice this past week? Super. So, Al's bringing me a mic because I know somebody wants to share how that experience of affirming I am whole and holy kept you grounded this week. What did that do for you this week? So, I see you, Dale. Thank you, Al. So I was inspired last week about the story about the story about being present for the development and disabled children. And the thought I had was that that I can be the expression of the divine in any situation. And so especially this week, whenever I heard something bad said about somebody, I, I I thought and often expressed out loud to just sending love to them and helping them uh, move on and and, uh, and, and uh, deal with whatever their whatever their situation is. Beautiful. So you remembered you were whole and holy, but you also remembered they were as well. Beautiful. Who else? Is there anybody else that would like to share how you use that practice? I am whole and holy. Well, I, I have to admit, the beginning of the week was my where I used it the most. But it was a real pick-me-up for me, and I used it as a pick-me-up. Yeah. Just a wonderful affirmation, and shared it with other people here in, in that we are whole and holy. And it was just a joyful affirmation. Super. Thank you, Marilyn. So thank you. I think we'll continue to practice that one, I am whole and holy, as we move on this week to the idea that uh, I am here in the depths with you. So we are, of course, basing our messages on Richard Rohr's book, The Universal Christ, as we move through this Lenten season, and remembering that that universal Christ presence is within all creation. It is within you, and it is within me. And it is what allows us to say with absolute truth, I am whole and holy. And it is what we are called to remember as we are on the surface of what life has to offer for us, that we can move into the depth. So I am in the depth of here. So I want to start by reading just a little bit from, uh, this is actually from chapter 5 of Richard Rohr's book, where he says, love is the meaning. Love is the meaning. He says, for Pierre Tejard de Chardin, a French Jesuit priest who trained as a paleontologist and geologist, Love is the very physical structure of the universe. That is a very daring statement, especially for a scientist to make. But for Tehard, gravity, atomic bonding, orbits, cycles, photosynthesis, ecosystems, force fields, electromagnetic fields, sexuality, human friendship, animal instinct, and evolution all reveal an energy 
that is attracting all things and beings to one another in a movement toward ever greater complexity and diversity, and yet, all, ironically, also toward unification at even deeper levels. This energy is quite simply love under many different forms. As I read that statement this week, I thought about how in alignment that is with unity. Because Charles Fillmore tells us that the very power that is love within us is the harmonizing power. The harmonizing power that holds together everything in the universe. So here we are, right, with this idea, this idea of love. And this idea that everything provides an opportunity for us to experience and express that divine power of love. As long as we're willing to move it beyond the surface. On the surface this week, what did you see? Panic. Fear. Chaos. Lack. Lack. Worry. Misinformation. No toilet paper. Greed. Greed. So on the surface, there's been so much happening. You know, on um, I have never um, led through a time like this. There's been nothing that I've been given that says, here's what you do in time of a pandemic. I'm guessing none of you have gotten that memo either, right? So we're, we're finding our way through it. What does this look like? How can we move beyond the surface? So um, the Board of Trustees and myself have been in email contact talking about do we continue to meet or not meet and whatnot. We decided to meet very early in the week. But I decided that what I needed to do then was to find for us, you know, the, um, the, the, the lotions, right, the um, sanitizer. Thank you. Well, you're right. Panic had set in. Lack had set in. Chaos had set in. And even on the World Wide Web, there was nowhere to find that sanitizer anywhere that it would be here by Sunday. So Roberta in our office was so sweet. She went up to Whole Foods. She says, I know they've got some little ones anyways. I'll go get those for us. And so she found some of those, and those got placed in the bathrooms, and we at least felt like we had something. And then the next day, Scott comes up to me. And he says, Joanne, I don't know if you realize it, but in the Youth and Family Ministry Department, we have two big containers of sanitizer. And it kind of felt to me like, you know the story of the guy who goes and searches for the treasure everywhere out in the world? I can't find it here, I can't find it there, and eventually discovers it's been home all along? That's what that felt like to me. And so what I want to ask us is, how can we find that our treasure in this time is right here, right now within us, and it has been all along? How can we move beyond that surface of panic and fear and worry and doubt and hoarding and everything else and go into the depth. Like the ocean where, you know, the surface may be rough. Reactions are occurring. 
But if we can go deep enough, deep enough down into the depths of the ocean, we find the stillness that has always been. And this can be the case for each one of us here now as well. And so we have this harmonizing power, this power that is love, that is inviting us all to see the opportunity that we have been presented here. Is there ever been less of a doubt that we are all one? Isn't that what's creating this panic because we might impact and affect one another through our oneness? Through this little virus that's been moving across the globe, impacting people in every country. We are one. Sometimes it is in the depths of the darkness that we get to discover our spiritual truths. So here's one. If you ever doubted that we are one, here's your opportunity to see, oh my goodness, we are one. What I do impacts others. Not just in this moment with this opportunity, with this virus, but always can we take that idea deeper into the depths and remember that oneness that is the truth of our reality with one another. We are one. What I do impacts you. What you do impacts me. We are one. Let us take that divine message that is here through this situation. Have you noticed how mindful it is calling us to be? So not only are we one, but now we become mindful of how we show up with one another. We become mindful of being fully present in this moment. When it appeared this week that things were changing, not only day by day, but hour by hour. To become fully mindful and present in this moment here is a call to us to remember these deep spiritual truths. Mindful of certain things that we can need to do that are that can make a difference, right? The, we've, we've done it. Who's been washing their hands? What songs have you been singing that to? Happy birthday. Every little cell. We're going to sing that here in a little bit. I am the radiant life of God, right? Whatever way that you have found to mindfully wash your hands. So now we're not just, you know, quickly washing our hands and moving on. Now we are mindfully washing our hands. We are mindfully coming together with one another. We are mindfully making decisions about what is the right thing to do. So we are called to be mindful, to be present, to be in this moment, to remember our oneness. In one of the chapters that I read this week with this idea of I am here in the depths of you, Richard Rohr tells us that Jesus embraced change. That really change was what his ministry was about. And that the idea of um, repent was actually, um, a, a, the Greek word that would have been originally to that was changed, and another Greek word was used that, that we've come to embrace, like repent from your sins, repent your You know you guys are just worthless sinners and all of that. You need to repent from that. But Richard Rohr says the original word didn't mean that. 
The original Greek word meant simply to change your mind. Change your mind. So when I am up on the surface, where the fear is, where the worry is, where the doubt is, where people are reacting from that place and in the process hoarding, causing scarcity, causing lack, that's not really there, but it is there because of that fear that has caused it now to be there, we can change our mind. We can choose to remember the truth. We can come back in faith. We can center in this moment. We can become mindful and remember, I am whole and I am holy. We've each been given everything that we need to meet this moment. We've been given the wisdom that is within each and every one of us to discern what is right for us. So knowing that we are one, knowing that I am called to be mindful, knowing that I am called to be in this present moment, now let me center in this wisdom and ask the question, should I go out? Should I do what I've been doing? Should I stay home? Should I close church? Should we meet? Is one answer right and other answers wrong? Or can we acknowledge and not judge others that wisdom is guiding us all for what is right for us? So I've been really clear within myself to allow that wisdom to guide. To allow that wisdom to guide each one in the decisions that need to be made. So Donna's here this morning. Donna sent me a text on Friday night saying, I don't know about the healing circle. We're supposed to have a healing circle this Sunday. Should we cancel it? And I responded back to Donna with, I trust your inner wisdom. Whatever you decide will be right. And at first, Donna thought, okay, we're going to do this healing circle. And then at 4 o'clock this morning, Spirit woke her up and she said, no, I think I'm going to change my mind. Cheryl Fillmore said, I reserve the right to change my mind. So as that wisdom guides us from moment to moment to moment, the choices may change. So today, there won't be a healing circle. And I honor Donna for having gotten still and listened within. And in this same way, things have been canceling, trickling down through this week. Okay. No judgment. An understanding that each one is being guided by that wisdom that is within. Change my mind and make my choices, not from a place of fear, not from a place of reactivity. That's the surface. That's where the toilet paper is getting hoarded from. Or from greed. People buying it up and then selling it on eBay for however many dollars a roll, right? That's the surface. That's where fear is. That's where separation is. That's where anxiety is. We are better than this. This is our opportunity to show up and be that divine love of God that we are. And so if you know, for example, that you have neighbors, friends, family members that cannot get out because they are compromised and it would not be wise for them to come out 
Can we make some phone calls? Can we ask, is there anything that you need? Can we reach out to one another heart to heart, even if we're not in person with one another? What does it look like to move through this time and the mystery of this time? I have this question like, how will things play out over the next six weeks? I sure wish I knew. Anybody got that crystal ball? And then I'm reminded of the quote. It's not a quote. I was reading Mark Nepo last year, and he had in his writings um, inspired a quote that I came up with, which was that with patience, I am grounded in the free fall of uncertainty. Anybody feel like we're in this free fall of uncertainty right now where from day to day, hour to hour, we don't know what is? Take a breath with me. Allow yourself to be in the mystery of it. Take a moment to just recognize the goodness that's here. The goodness of reaching out to one another, of connecting with one another in new ways. Of not just mindlessly hugging one another, but consciously namasting one another. Of remembering the truth that God is here of remembering that we will get through this, this will pass, and of trusting your own inner wisdom to guide you. Are you all with me on that? Yeah. So I'm going to go to the spiritual practice, and then I'm going to come back, because I'm going to teach you all every little cell in my body is healthy, in case you don't have a song yet to wash your hands with. So um, I did, as our meditation this morning, the, the, uh, the um, coherence technique from the Institute of Heart Math, right? So here's what I want you to hear. The Institute of Heart Math has been doing research, has been doing studies, and what they have found is that we, when we are in stress, when we are anxious, when we are worried, our heart goes out of coherence. And what that means is that that space in between your heartbeat, that you know, it goes ba-bump, and then it rests, and then ba-bump, and then it rests. And so when we're out of coherence, the space in between that heartbeat is varied, and it kind of looks like this if you would graph it. But that is, we, and, and then when that happens, our immune system is compromised. And it is at this time that we want to build up our immune system, right? Not compromise it. So can you see that being in the worry and in the fear and in the anxiousness is doing nothing more than harming your health? So we want to calm ourselves. And so that's what that technique was about. That's what song is about. It helps us to shift. It helps us to change our mind. And so does our practice. So this week, we are going to take the time to meditate and contemplate God is here. God is here. We have nothing to fear. Amen. God is here. We have nothing to fear. God is here. Throughout your day, pause and consider God is here in the depths. Maybe I've got to dive deeply to find those depths. Because if I stay on the surface of this fear, of this worry, of this doubt, of this hoarding, I'm only going to add to the problem. God is here in the depths, so let me breathe and go down to those depths. And as you do so, ask, what would it look like to recognize that God is here in this moment? What would it look like 
to recognize God is here in this situation. What would it look like? What would it feel like? What would it be like? Could we shift? Could we change our mind from fear and worry to love and life? To peace and hope? To generosity? To service? To connection in new ways, in different ways. What would it look like to know that God is here in this moment? And then, guess what? Follow your wisdom and do that. I'm grateful to each one of you who showed up here today to take on these ideas. I'm grateful for each one who's showing up on the live stream that has chosen not to be here today. We honor each decision and each one and how wisdom guides you. And then we're going to shift, change our minds. Remember God here in the depths. So how many of you know every little cell in my body is healthy? All right, well, we're going to, if you can, stand up because we, this is going to get the energy going, right? So this is what I've been washing my hands to. Uh, it is a Unity Joy song that has been around for years and years and years and years. It goes to the tune of um, Shortening Bread. <laughs> Jerry's going to start it, and you guys all join in if you are ready. Every little cell in my body is healthy. Every little cell in my body is well. Every little cell in my body is healthy. Every little cell in my body is well. I'm so glad every little cell in my body is healthy and well. I'm so glad every little cell. Cell in our body is well. Every little cell. 
hopefully we'll see you next week. God bless. And now sit in the 